0: You try to keep me out of Del Boca Vista? It's One More Thing. Armstrong and Getty. One More Thing. So Frank Costanza died over the weekend. That to be Jerry Stiller, actually, playing the character of George Costanza's dad on on Seinfeld. And then playing almost exactly the same role on Everybody Loves Raymond, which... Uh, King of Queens. King of Queens, right. King of Queens. Right. Which uh, was a very, very big hit show.
1: Yeah, and I didn't it, really watch that show. Uh, he was more dialed. He was more normal. It was the calmer Frank Costanza. It was the yes. same character. Ah. Just the
0: not shouting version. Pretty much. Because I didn't, did watch the show fairly. He
2: didn't have the foil of his wife to to, yeah. to play ping pong back and forth with. It was much more of a one-man act on well, the, yeah, the King of Queens.
0: That's one thing we're going to enjoy here. Because we're going to play a ridiculously long clip. Uh, just to to honor the great Frank Costanza as a character. Um, but, yeah, him and his wife together.
1: Oh, <laughs> combustible.
0: But uh, the scene enters. They're sitting. George apparently has gone over to his parents' house for a little meal.
2: No, this is when he moved back in with them. That was part of the tension. Oh, he moved oh, back into them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so this was part of the he tension of them back. all living together.
0: Awesome, but here yeah. we go.
2: What do you need all that ketchup for? <laughs>
3: this is my ketchup <laughs> i bought this ketchup just so i could have as much as i want <laughs> so i i talked to phil Kasakoff today
4: phil Kasakoff?
3: yeah you know my friend the bra salesman he says they're looking to maybe put somebody on so i got you an interview next friday with his boss next friday what time two o'clock that's my whole afternoon! I was gonna look for sneakers! You can look for sneakers the next day!
4: He doesn't know anything about bras.
3: <laughs> I know a little. Besides, what do you have to know? Well, it wouldn't hurt to go in and be able to discuss it intelligently. Maybe you should take a look at a few bras. Where's your bra? Give him a bra to look
4: at. I'm giving him a bra why not because i don't need him looking at my bra
3: fine so he'll go into the interview he wouldn't know what he's talking about we have to you don't even know what they're made from they're made from lycra spandex get out of
4: here lycra spandex i think they are made from lycra spandex
3: you want, a How much you want
4: a i'm not betting take a look all right i'll get a bra i
3: don't know what the big problem is getting a bra she doesn't want to get a bra I'm not saying go to the library and read the whole history, but it wouldn't kill you to know a little bit about it All right, it wouldn't kill me How long does it take to find a bra? What's going on in there? You ask me to get a pair of underwear. I'm back in two seconds You know about the uh, cup sizes and all? They have different cups. Yeah, I I know about the cups. You got the A, the, B, the C, the D. That's the biggest. I know the D is the biggest.
4: I based my whole life on knowing
3: that the D is the biggest.
4: Here, here's the bra. Let me see it. 100 percent like gris Let
3: me see. I it. told you.
4: Here. I think you know everything.
3: That's surprising. (laughs) All right, what else? You got the cups in the front, (laughs) two loops in the back. All right? I guess that's about it. I got it. Cups in the front, loops in the back.
0: You got ketchup on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. My face hurts from smiling. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was just such a great comedic actor. I'm back in two seconds. Right. I mean the subtleties of that that scene right there. And I'm not even watching it. I'm just listening to his voice. Yeah.
2: His ability to change gears to kind of go go from this to what are you talking about? <laughs> like just that gear change is unmatched in anything else. It's so good.
0: Oh, I know. Ah. Serenity now. Oh
2: man, he can just turn it up to eleven in an
1: instant. Well, and and the dumb guy being authoritative. He did he did that so well. Just so beautifully. That was good. And what's, what's the name of the actress who uh, was Mrs. Costanz? I should know her name. I used to. It. I will find out now. <clears throat> but I'm as old as that show, and I'm forgetting things now.
0: I watched, uh, when I heard that he had died, I watched a bunch of different highlights and uh, got sucked into the the rabbit hole of YouTube, but they were all just flipping hilarious, including my favorite all-time one line from him where he leaves a message on Jerry's phone machine. It says... Hey Jerry. Steinbrenner's here. George is dead. Call me back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Estelle Harris was the Estelle uh, Harris, that's yeah. right.
1: Steinbrenner's here, George is dead. <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> hey uh Michael, can you make it so I can play audio?
2: <laughs> or or when George Steinbrenner visited him in the house and he just started yelling at him for trading
1: Jay Buner.
3: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you don't know what you're doing. <laughs>
1: All set, Joe. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. I've got to get rid of this commercial. I thought just for the heck of it, we we'd get, get off there. I don't want your free trial. Just And I have no idea if this is going to be funny. It's Stiller and Mira from The Ed Sullivan Show in 1964.
4: Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, whenever fellas and girls are dating, there usually comes a time of decision whether to continue seeing each other or break it off. This can be difficult. Jerry and I'd like to show you two people facing this problem. Well, I just wanna say uh, thank you for a uh, real uh, fine time tonight, Lance. And uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime.
1: That's for sure. trying to kiss kiss. her
4: well uh listen lance i'd like to talk to you about something personally do you have a minute
1: a minute an hour well
4: that's good because this has been on my mind you know for quite a while and it's been but lance please lance you're you're moistening my (laughs) knuckle
1: oh i love that you're moistening my knuckles that's his wife
0: By the way, I watched on Netflix over the weekend the new Seinfeld special, the new uh, Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. Saw about half of it. It was freaking awesome. I mean, just freaking awesome. Wow. Hasn't lost a step? No. Absolutely not. The only thing is it, uh, uh, the style and material feels a little dated in that just nobody's doing that, really. Just pure observational What's the deal with pop tarts? He
2: he also reached a level of fame and parody where it's hard to watch him do what is very much a an authentic Jerry bit yeah. and not feel like, oh, this is this kind of sounds like Jimmy Fallon doing an impression of him.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 But he but it would it was all it was all new stuff to right. me. And um uh and I just thought it was freaking hilarious. His his part of the reason I think I like him, and it's amazing he's so popular, because if you're not a misanthrope, I guess he's still funny. He hates going out to eat with people. He hates all his friends. He hates people calling him on the phone. He hates having to go on vacations. I mean, he hates all the same things I hate. Most people don't hate those things, though. Huh. So uh, <laughs> his his whole thing, my life sucks, your life sucks, is uh, that's the theme of the whole show, and it's uh, it, just freaking fantastic. I he's, have to watch that. He's 65 years old, does not
1: look it. You know, uh, no, he doesn't. I'm, I'm shocked What's to hear that. What's the deal
0: with Medicare?
1: Uh, speaking of age, I've warmed to that new Rolling Stones tune that we're using as bumper music on the A and G show. Ghost Town. Yeah, it's it's you know it's good. It's not a great Stone song, but it's a good solid Stones song. Thank you, Michael. But I want you to listen to one Mick Jagger singing. Going to kick in in a second. Turn it up a little bit. That's all right, Michael. I'll shout over it like a DJ. The Rolling Stones with their new smash here. Ghost Town. Ghost. Living in a ghost town. Mick is well into his 70s now. This lead vocal could have been cut a ghost town. Last year, or 15 years ago, or 35 years ago, or 50 years ago. And it would sound just like this. That's impossible. You can't do as many shows as he's done for as long as and still have the same voice. It, it's impossible. So you're saying replacement theory, there's a it's a
2: it's a Jagger bot.
1: Mm. Deal with Satan is what I'm saying. Satan has issued his unholy writ upon the big lift head of Mick Jagger.
0: I wonder what motivates him or them. To the extent that just enjoy doing it. Turn, off. Like, turn
1: it off now. I don't want to hear anymore.
0: Because like Seinfeld was uh, saying, this is the only time I'm really happy. This is the only thing I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Me being here, you being there, us kind of knowing each other.
1: I remember when Paul McCartney did that interview, I guess it was on 60 Minutes. He was saying, I'm a songwriter. I want people to say he's writing good songs. I uh, I want to be relevant. I, I'm a little insecure. I'm trying to prove myself.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to do something, you see. Well, right. It's it's easy. It's easy to think, and my dad's talked to me about this after having retired, and he says, "Work as long as you can." But you got to do something. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can look forward to the day I don't have to work. Okay, that's fantastic. There are downsides to working. You got to be somewhere. You got a boss, etc., etc. Maybe what you do is unpleasant. But when you stop doing that, you have to do something. Yeah. And if you thought about what that something is going to be all day, every day, day after day, maybe for
1: decades, you got to do something. Right. And you got to fill all that time, which I realize sounds like a a different way of stating the same thing, but there's not an hour where where you will do nothing. Even if you're doing nothing, that's something. And if you do nothing all the time, you will be miserable. I've heard that many times. Mm -hmm. Unless unless you're cut from some sort of simpleton cloth (laughs) where you can (laughs) sit there slack-jawed staring at the sky, I guess. I don't know.
0: So for Mick Jagger, you know, writing a song, singing or whoever, Jerry Seinfeld, you know, go, uh, trying to come up with new jokes, obviously what they'd rather do than anything else.
2: There's a uh, phenomenal, I guess it would be a documentary uh, that was released in 2002 right after uh, Jerry walked away from Seinfeld. Uh, and he was long since a guy where he would be doing... He had an, a routine and a set that he would do for years on end, like this, this modern comedian thing of, oh, no, we need a new hour every year and we make a new special. He didn't really do that. So it was a big deal for him after Seinfeld. He, quote, unquote, retired every joke he ever did mm-hmm. and went out on the road to create a new hour from scratch. And he had a camera crew follow him along with that. Uh, and it's a really cool look at his creative process, you see him go up there practically in open mic mode where he's forgetting premises. He gets lost midway through his thoughts. And and, and to see the what we all know now is the finished product. And even then, post-Seinfeld, where he was immensely successful, to see him still struggle with the creative joke process, I really enjoyed. It. And I, I suggest the uh, people seek out the movie Comedian
1: if they're at all interested. In that. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: I'd be shocked if you watched the Netflix special and did not laugh heartily over and over again as I did.
1: Yeah, well...
0: When
2: I retire, I'm going to buy every chia pet ever made. Mm. Well, I guess that's it.